What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It's Thursday, January the 18th in the year of our Lord 2024. This is episode 1004 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. We've got another great show for you today. Let me tell you something. I hope I haven't overbooked. I've got a lot of guests coming on here today. Uh, man, let, let's, let me, let me tell you about them. Okay. Joining me in less than 20 minutes from right now on our Spence automotive guest line is the head basketball coach of the North and boys basketball team, Anthony Copperhead Lofton, uh, his Hawks, they're five and 10 overall. They're one and three in the East central two A. They play at South Lenore tomorrow night. And speaking of South Lenore, the head coach of the blue devils boys basketball team, Thomas Earp. He'll be joining us about 40 minutes into this first hour. Also on the Spence Automotive guest line, uh, Coach Earp's Blue Devils are 3-12 and 12 overall. They're 0-5 in the East Central 2A. And why am I having Anthony Copperhead Lofton and Thomas Earp on today's show? Well, let me tell you. It's because uh, our uh, Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week right here on 960 The Bull and BetOnTheBull.com will be... North Lenore and South Lenore tomorrow night. So we're going to get a, a nice little game preview from Coach Copperhead and Coach Earp uh, from both sides of the ball, get them to talk a little bit about each other. I mean, it's kind of neat. Uh, Copperhead, who's been here, you know, the last time we had him on, we talked about this. Uh, he is the veteran coach in our area of any sport. No one has been at their school longer than uh, Coach Copperhead. And so he's the most veteran coach in our area. And then Coach Earp is our most rookie coach in there, or one of our most rookie coaches in the area. He's in his first year over at South Lenore. So it's going to be kind of neat to get the perspective of both of them uh, as they talk about uh, tomorrow night's game. Then uh, uh, our second hour is going to be awesome, too. Kicking off the second hour is going to be the head coach of the North Lenore girls basketball team, Howard Woolley. His Hawks are 5-9 and nine overall. They're 1-3 in league play. They play at South North tomorrow night, obviously. And then, man, it just is North North, South North, the whole uh, both hours as uh, the man who's going to be doing the play-by-play for tomorrow night's game right here on BetOnTheBull.com and 9.60 a.m., Barry Stallings. He'll be joining us about 15 minutes or so into the second hour. He's going to be assisted. Usually it's Harlan Neal and Jason Bryant, uh, but it will not be Harlan Neal tomorrow night. He's got a prior engagement. But uh, uh, Austin Terrell will be joining Barry tomorrow night on the air. But Barry will tell us all about that and give us his thoughts on tomorrow night's game. So uh, there you go with that. And then it's Thursday. So you know what that means. Our good friend and sales executive to the stars, Jason Bryant. 
He's going to come in here into the studio probably, usually it's about 40, 45 minutes into this first hour, and then he stays with us the rest of the show. He'll be with us today, too, so how about that, man? Five guests today for you. That doesn't even count John and Jonathan, who aren't really guests. They're the co-hosts on this show, but between my voice, there too, our five guests, eight people here on the show here in these two hours as uh my good friend john dawson would say is that excessive no it's not it's gonna be a fun show today here so uh there you go that's uh today's show and uh before you know it it will be over with uh i gotta tell you you know our new sponsor that's come on board here underdog fantasy i tell you let me uh, tell you a little bit about them uh in this ad here and then i'll tell you about my my night last night with them Hey, sports fans, this is Brian Hanks. I've been around the fantasy sports scene for a while, and let me tell you, Underdog Fantasy is a game changer. Their pick em games are really easy to use. Just pick between two to five players, then select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats. If your picks hit, you can win big. The best part is it's completely legal in North Carolina. Go to their easy-to-use mobile app or to underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with promo code HANKS, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Plus, they'll give you a special pick of higher than 0.5 yards to use on your first pick of entry. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code HANKS, to get your first deposit of $10 or more up to $100 doubled, plus your special pick. Remember, you've got to be 18-plus and in a state where underdog fantasy operates and terms apply. If you're concerned about your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. I was shocked how easy it was to sign up and start playing. Once I made my deposit, they doubled it immediately. Sign up today at underdogfantasy.com and enter the promo code HANKS. That's promo code HANKS at underdogfantasy.com. And I'm telling you, last night I played and uh, just had kind of a tough day yesterday. We may talk about that later uh, in the show when Jason gets in here. But uh, got back home and uh, from uh, having dinner with uh, my beautiful wife, and I just messed around with it. I, I put five picks out there. I banged on four of them. If I had got just one more, and let me tell you, I picked uh, Carl Anthony Towns to have more than 18.5 points. He ended up with 24. I had Rudy Gobert to have more than 36.5 uh, combined points, rebounds, and assists. He got 37, so just a half point more. Jaden McDaniels, I picked him to have more than 18.5 points. He had 23. Kyle Anderson, I picked to have more than 6.5 assists. He had 9. The only thing I missed last night was Jeru Holiday for the Celtics. Uh, I had him with more than 5.5 assists. He had 4. So I was only 2 assists away from uh, Jeru Holiday uh, doing it. So, man, I had fun. I'm telling you. You heard what I just said right there. Go to underdogfantasy.com, download the free app, whichever way you want to do it. Use the, uh, the promo code HANKS, and you can have as much fun as I am, man. I'm, But I'm still up uh, what I've uh, – I think overall I'm still up like uh, 50 bucks So because I, I hit one a couple of nights ago. It's a lot of fun, man. If you like fantasy, you're going to love underdog fantasy. Okay, uh, let me tell you real quick about Lenore Community College, too. They are our title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. For more than 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. Today is the day. It's the last day of late registration for Lenore Community College. If you want to go to LCC, if your son wants to go, your daughter wants to go, 
and get in in spring semester, now is the time. Today is the day. Hey, I'm the worst procrastinator in the world. I talk about it here on the show. Linda knows it. My friends know it. The late registration is built for somebody like me, okay? So, listen, uh, give them a call at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu. Or uh, better yet, visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton. You can change your life today, but today is the last day for spring registration. Go do it. What's stopping you? You don't like your job? Well, go to LCC and improve your life, and you can absolutely do that. But thank you to LCC for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. We truly do appreciate them. Speaking of LCC, um, they play at 6 o'clock tomorrow night at Lewisburg. They are 10-5 and five overall. The ECU men's basketball team, man, what a tough game last night. Uh, Scott went to it. I was talking to uh, Scott Whittington about it this morning already. And, uh, man, just a tough, tough, tough game for the Pirates last night. They go ahead with about five seconds left in the game. North Texas throws the ball down the court, scores with a second left, win that game 60-59. to ECU now drops to 9-9 nine and nine overall. They're 2-3 and three in the American Conference. But uh, they uh, get a chance to get it turned around pretty quickly. That's the great thing about basketball. Uh, they return to league play at UAB Saturday at 3 o'clock. So uh, good luck to the Pirates for that. ECU women's basketball team had a tough game yesterday, too. They had an uh, education day yesterday uh, against Rice, but they dropped it 80-67. to 67. They are now 9-7 and seven overall, 2-3 and three in the American Conference. But they are home Saturday, this Saturday at 2 o'clock when they take on SMU. How about ACC basketball last night? Uh, the University of North Carolina, the fourth-ranked Tar Heels, no trouble last night as uh, they uh, blew past Louisville 86-70. to Louisville made it a little interesting in the second half, but never, never really challenged at all. Uh, R.J. Davis last night, 21 points, six rebounds, six assists for the Tar Heels. And again, they went 86-70. to they are now 14 and 3 overall. They stay undefeated in the ACC at 6 and 0. Louisville drops to 6 and 11 overall. They're 1 and 5 in league play. How about the God-fearing Cavahoos of the University of Virginia? They take on that godless horde from uh, Virginia Tech. They beat them 65 to 57 last night. Uh, a good game. Uh, uh, Reese Beekman had a good game for uh, the Cavaliers as he finished with 16 points and four steals. But uh, congratulations to my Cavaliers. They're now 12-5 and five overall. They're 3-3 three and three in league play. Virginia Tech falls to 10-7 and seven overall. They're 2-4 and four in the ACC. The only other game that was last night in the league was Florida State went to Miami. And how about the story? You know, that's a story people really haven't talked about that much. Florida State has really turned it around from last year. Uh, now, as you know, I'm not a big Florida State fan, especially with them trying to get out of the ACC, but just – uh, you look at what they did last year and compare it to this year, they have uh, they have totally turned around. They're, uh, like I said, they won 84-75 to at Miami last night. They are now 5-1 and one in the ACC, the Seminoles are. They're 11-6 and six overall. The University of Miami falls to 12-5 and five overall. They are 3-3 three and three in league play. No games in the ACC until Saturday, and there will be a bunch of games on Saturday. NC State will be at home against Virginia Tech. That game is at noon. It'll be on the CW Network. Wake Forest will be at home against Louisville. That will be on ESPNU. Also on the CW Network, uh, UNC will be at Boston College. That's at 2.15. Uh, Duke will be at home at 8 o'clock. That'll be on the ACC Network. They'll be taking on Pitt. Uh, other games, Clemson will be at Florida State. 
Miami is at Syracuse and Virginia is at Georgia Tech. So uh, there's your uh, – and then there are no games on Sunday in the ACC. It's just all on Saturday. So there you go with that. Carolina Hurricanes, uh, they did not play last night, but they have two more games in their six-game home stretch. They hosted D- Detroit Red Wings Friday, and then they had the Minnesota Wild at home on Sunday. Let's talk a little high school basketball. Uh, Green Central uh, played last night. Uh, their boys saw their three-game winning streak snapped and a 69-66 to loss at home against Washington last night. The girls won, though. The Green Central girls won uh, the Pam pa- against the Pam Pack. They won 58-56. to Both of those teams are at Farmville Central on Friday. Green Central's boys fall to 7-9 and overall. They're 2-2 two two in league play. The Green Central girls are 5-10 and overall. They are also 2-2 two two in league play. Jones Sr. Uh, last night. Tough uh, game for them as they went to Pinetown last night and lost at Northside. The boys lost 71 to 42. The girls lost last night. You're not ready for this score, y'all. 58 to 11. Yikes. Uh, but uh, Jones Sr. swept at uh, Northside Pine Town last night. Uh, Jones Sr.'s boys, 8 and 7 overall now, 0 and 2 in league play. The girls are 3 and 10 overall. They're 0 and 2 in league play. And they are both uh, Jones Sr. teams at home versus Pamlico on Friday. Our Lenore County teams, uh, no, none of them played last night. Kenson's boys and girls, uh, they're both off until Tuesday when they travel to North Lenore. We were just talking about North Lenore. We're going to have all these coaches and everybody on today from North Lenore and South Lenore. Uh, the boys are 5-10 uh, and 10 overall, 1-3 and three in conference play. They play at South Lenore tomorrow. Uh, the South North boys are three and 12 overall, 0 and five in league play. The girls are five and nine, one and four, and they host North and North tomorrow night. Parrot Academy. Uh, they have, uh, two games back to back days starting tonight. Parrot Academy's boys are three and 10 overall. The girls are one and 11 and they are home versus Wake Christian, uh, today. And then also home against Wilmington, uh, Wilmington Coastal Christian tomorrow. Bethel Christian Academy, uh, they play, uh, at Home versus Richlands Liberty Christian Friday. The boys are four and eleven overall. The girls are three and six. Uh, Aiden Grifton. Uh, they have been off for a while, and they are off until Tuesday when they're at home against Washington. That is your high school basketball update. Let's talk about some hometown heroes and uh, talk about burying the lead. How about this? Uh, Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans. They win last night. They improved to twenty-five and seventeen with a one thirty-two to one twelve win versus. The Charlotte Hornets, uh, listen, Brandon Ingram, triple-double last night, led a sports center last night. I thought that was pretty exciting. Uh, Brandon had a triple-double, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and only 34 minutes. He was 7 for 11 from the three-point line. It was his third cripple, uh, third cripple, third career triple-double for uh, Brandon. But, again, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and 34 minutes. Got a standing ovation as he was coming off the court uh, last night against uh, against uh, against the Charlotte Hornets. Good game for him, and uh, congratulations. Hey, don't forget, we said this a lot at the Brandon Ingram MLK on uh, Wednesday, or I mean on Wednesday, on Saturday. Can't say it enough. You can help send Brandon to the All-Star game. It's very simple. I've been doing it now for about a week, week and a half. Go to uh, NBA.com. Uh, go to the All-Star tab and vote for him for the All-Star Game. And i got to tell you, selfishly, selfishly, of course, I've only been voting for uh, uh, for uh, Brandon 
and for Reggie to make it to the All-Star game. And I think like uh, every Monday you get triple votes, although I think we've only got about two more days. I think it ends on uh, Saturday. So get in there. Uh, you can vote once a day. And come on, guys. Let, let's send Brandon to the All-Star game. That would be awesome. He's been one time. It would be great to see him make it there again. That would be uh, just incredible. Uh, Reggie last night and the Houston Rockets, they lost at New York last night, 109 to 94. However, Reggie, uh, he, uh, didn't dress for the game. Uh, I don't know what is going on there. I hope trade deadlines about three weeks out. I, I just hope they do the right thing and, uh, get him somewhere where he can get some minutes because I hate what's happening to him right now. You've heard uh, Richard Clark and I talk about how, uh, how heartbroken we are with, uh, Uh, with him not getting any PT right now, and we know he can play. Uh, I, I'd love to talk to him. I've messaged with him a couple of times. I haven't asked him that, but uh, you know he he wants to he wants to be on the court and playing right now. And Houston's just not giving him that opportunity to do that. I really hope that he gets that opportunity uh, sometime soon. But uh, but again, uh, they are home. Reggie and uh, the Houston Rockets. They are home this weekend, so I hope he gets some uh, gets some run this weekend. They're home against Utah on Saturday, and Boston on Sunday. How about Damian Dunn and the fifth ranked Houston Cougars? They snapped their uh, two game losing streak. They were number two in the country. They're uh, now number five in the country, but they won last night, uh, seventy seven to fifty four against number twenty five Texas Tech. Not much of a game there uh, as they win by 23 points. Damian came off the bench. He finished with five points, four rebounds, and two steals. He played 28 minutes. Uh, he's just a, he's their designated six-man right now, and I don't think he has a problem with it, especially since he keeps logging all these minutes. Uh, but congratulations to Damian and the Houston Cougars. Again, they are now 15-2 and two overall, 2-2. Two and two. And uh, the Big 12, and again, big win last night, 77-54. to 54. They play UCF Saturday at 12. That'll be on the Big 12 Network or on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Trez and Georgetown, uh, they were off last night, but they are at Xavier tomorrow night, Friday night at 6.30. That game will be on FS1. Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, they are now 5-12, and 0-4 oh uh, in the uh, SEC Man, they're just having a tough, tough season. Uh, they lost last night at home to number 13, Auburn, 80-65. to It was a fourth straight loss and eighth in the last nine games for Stack and Vanderbilt. And uh, it gets no easier. They go on the road. Uh, as you know, the road in the SEC is uh, is never easy. And they play at Mississippi State on uh, on Saturday. Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon, Amaji Dodd uh, of Winston-Salem State. They're 11-4 overall. They're 5-1 in the CIAA. They are home versus St. Augs uh, today at 7.30, and then they'll be at Claflin University in Orangeburg, South Carolina. That'll be at 4 o'clock on Saturday. But don't forget, tomorrow morning, TGIF with IP. That'll kick off our second hour of tomorrow's show, and uh, he will, uh, we, will, we will talk to IP then. Uh, we'll get a, a good recap from tonight's St. Augs game uh, and uh, just find out everything that's going on with him tomorrow on TGIF with IP. Hey, uh, former North and North star Ashanti Lynch of uh, Maryland Eastern Shore, they've been off for a long time. They return to the court on Saturday. Uh, the, she will be at home versus Delaware State. It'll be good to give you a give you an update on her since she's not played in about a week and a half now for uh, – uh, uh, she'll be uh, – uh, Hey, listen, thank you, Mr. Clemens. Mr. Clemens just gave me an update. Evidently, our signal is uh, bouncing back and forth. 
So, uh, Tell you what, let me do an ad here real quick, and I will get to six. I tell you, let me finish Hometown Heroes first. Thank you, Mr. Clemens. I appreciate that. But uh, Shanti will be back on the court on Saturday. Dante Ellis and uh, Pitt Community College, they are at home versus Catawba Valley Community College Saturday at 3. Dante and Pitt Community College, they are 3 and 12 overall. And then, uh, man, that, I'm very. this has been exciting, man. Virginia Edmondson, she played last night for Montreat College. She's a junior guard for Rendell Parrot Academy. They are 11 and 7 overall. They won their fourth game last night to improve to 8 and 4 in league play. Uh, she led the team last night, 20 points, had two rebounds and assists, two steals and a blocked shot in 32 minutes in Montreat's 72 to 61 win over the Koalas. That's right, the Koalas of Columbia, South Carolina last night. <clears throat> she is home versus Kentucky Christian on uh saturday at 2 p.m and listen if you know any other hometown heroes let me know because i would like to uh to uh highlight them here on our hometown heroes john dawson let me tell you about down east protection systems preach it brother there you go down east protection systems of kinston they've been servicing eastern north carolina for more than 30 years i gotta tell you john i judge a house or a home here in kinston or lenore county if i don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house you break in. <laughs> that's, that's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems, fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S-Net.com. And this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I call Down East Protection Systems. So if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Down East Protection Systems. Arendelle Parrot Academy is the largest independent, non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kinston, Parrot draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Greenville, Snow Hill, Newburn, Wilson, Goldsboro, Trenton, Maysville, Jacksonville, and maybe Hookerton. Parrot Academy remains steadfast in its purpose of providing the best possible instruction and learning environment for its students. Arendelle Parrot Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kinston. Hey, and uh, welcome back to the show here. Uh, we're going to get uh, Anthony Copperhead Lofton up here on the line with us, and he does join us right now here on our Spence Automotive Guest Line. Good morning, Copperhead. How you doing, sir? Good morning, Brad. How you doing this morning? I am doing really good. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful Thursday morning. We got uh, the biggest rivalry in the county getting ready to take place tomorrow night. We're going to be airing it right here on 960 The Bull or 960 Bet on the Bull, betonthebull.com. And uh, how can life get any better, Coach? I know. Just warm up a little bit. Give me a couple <laughs> of degrees, a little warmer, and I'll be okay. Hey, I feel you on that one for sure. Anthony Copperhead Lofton, the, as I said in my monologue earlier, Coach, and we said it last time we had you on the show, the, uh, you're the dean of coaches in our area, the, the one that's been there longest of anybody else in our neck of the woods. It's our honor to have you here on the show and a big game. Tomorrow night, as you guys will be uh, uh, traveling to Deep Run to take on South Lenore. And you know what, Coach? I think that's where I'm going to start. I, I do want to talk a little bit about where we are in the season and all that, Coach. But l let's start this off a little bit, just talking about this North-North-South Lenore rivalry. And, and you know what? It doesn't matter what the record is of either team. It doesn't matter any of that stuff. Man, it's always special when uh, your guys line up against South Lenore, isn't it, Coach? Yes, I believe the atmosphere is going to be awesome tomorrow night. 
I just hope my guys are up for the challenge because I know when you go down there, they're going to play hard and they crowd going to keep them in the game. And we, we got to try to match the energy that they're going to have with us. And it is. I mean, uh, when uh, I, I remember the old days, Coach Copperhead, when, you know, uh, and I got to admit, I've not been to a game in a couple of years. I'm doing my best to get out there tomorrow night uh, for, the, for our radio broadcast, too. And it's just, remember, the Hawk crazies, the, the, the Mun maniacs. I mean, it's always such, uh, such a great atmosphere when these two teams play each other. Yes, the tradition goes back a long way. I mean, the student body. Uh, the fan base, and all of them get behind their teams and they push their teams real hard. And I'm just excited to be able to, to, to participate in, in a game this magnitude for us. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, look. I tell you what, we'll, we'll circle back to uh, the big game here in, uh, in a little bit. But let me ask you this. Uh, at this point, I know probably not exactly where you want to be right now, Coach. I mean, you guys are 5-10 uh, and 10 overall. You're 1-3 in the uh, East Central 2A. Uh, just, say, just give us a season recap. We've not talked to you since the beginning of the season. Uh, tell us a little bit about this Hawks team and where you're at right now. Well, our, our defense is playing real good. I thought we were doing some good things on defense. Offense, we're struggling a little bit. I mean, uh, Brian, we, we started off with excited about the season, and then, you know, we lost uh, Malik uh, Fuller to the season-ending injury in football, and that just threw our, threw our whole team around. We've been trying to scramble and trying to make ends meet to get it back together on that. And, uh, you know, he's our leader, and now we're trying to – catch it up and come back. But the last couple of games, we have improved on our defense real good. So I think our defense will be solid tonight. But being able to get the ball in the right spot on offense and move the ball, that's going to be a challenging thing for us. That's what's been a challenging thing for us. Each game we lost the last couple of games, we had spurts like we were watching film last night. We had a, we had a six-point lead, and then it, it took like three minutes. And the six went to 10. They took the lead. And then we scramble, try to get back. So we're going to have to try to take care of the basketball real good. And we just got to patch up, match up, and be ready to go. Absolutely. Again, that voice listener, that's Anthony Copperhead Lofton joining us this morning on our Spence Automotive guest line here on the Brian Hanks Show. Who are some of those players who have stepped up? Like you said, with Malik getting knocked out uh, early in the season, uh, not just uh, one of your stars on the basketball team, one of the stars on the football team, too. Uh who who are some of those players that have stepped up in his void there, Coach? Well, we have uh, Genesis Wiggins. He's a tech grader. He's really stepped up, and and Malachi Ramsey Brown. We right now we 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 started the last game. We started three sophomores, a freshman, God. and a junior, and uh, that's kind of tough to do with, with leadership when you're asking uh, a junior to lead three sophomores and a freshman, and uh, and you know you get, you get times they play like young kids. And uh, we just try to hold on the road till we get it straight. We work real hard in practice, trying to get it right. And uh, I, I believe I've seen positive reinforcement of some stuff we're trying to do. But I think we'll be able to turn that corner. Absolutely. How tough has this conference race been so far? I mean, you, you've seen pretty much everybody in the league now, except for, uh, I, I guess, South Lenore, which you'll see tomorrow night, and then the big Kinston game, which will be uh, next week at uh, on Tuesday uh, uh, at your place. Uh, how, how tough has the league play been so far, Coach? It, it's kind of tough because, you know, I, I, was, I was kind of, you know, when I looked up and I saw where Wallace Rose Hill had Kempton down at halftime, 
And we had Wallace Rose Hill down at halftime that they played. And, you know, you, if on any, any given night, it's who will make the plays. I think come out, it's going to come down to it. But right now, Kempton is playing real well. They're solid. They got depth. Uh, they, they, they got a good system in place. And they gonna, you're going to have to play 32 minutes to play with them because you can't play half the game and think you're going to be able to put them away. But you want to play 32 minutes. And, and that's a challenge for anybody you play like that. I mean, we got our work laid out ahead of us, and uh, we're going to try to do the best we can. Hey, Coach, we'll you're no, 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 you're absolutely right about Wallace, Coach. I mean, I was blown away by how well they played. And, again, like you said, a team you had down at halftime. Mm-hmm. And you got, you know, the big number 12. Was, and I said he didn't play as good as that, but he played good against us. Number 12 for Wallace was just a freshman. And, you know, I, I watched him, how big he is. And, and, uh, and then I saw the James Keenan and Kenton game, how they shot lights out. And, you know, we had we had we played a good stretch against them. So it's all like that. On any given night, but the thing about it, you got to play consistent for four quarters, and that's what we're working on to go for four quarters. We we're not going to be able to compete if we don't go for four quarters. That's what I'm telling our guys. You can't have a set. We can play pressure defense for a little bit, but we have to do it for four quarters. Well, I'll tell you another. And again, that voice you listen to that uh, Copperhead Lofton from uh, North Lenore High School, uh, getting us ready for. Our uh, Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week tomorrow night here on 960betonthebull.com as uh, his Hawks will be traveling to uh, deep run to take on South North. But I tell you, Coach, you were the first one, though, that uh, prepped me for South when we did our season preview, and you were telling me about Southwest Onslow. That's a heck of a team, too, isn't it, Coach? Yes, they're real good. They got everybody coming back. They're very athletic. I mean, they, they, got, they do some good things. I mean, you think about them. Yeah. Last year they they tied they tied with Kempton because they lost two to Kempton and Kempton lost two to us. So technically speaking, if you look at the record, they're gonna say they were tied for the championship last year. <laughs> I'm telling you, they. Uh, I was impressed with them, and like I said, you had previewed me. You know, you had pro- or uh, given me the heads up on them before uh, before we got to see them. Uh, over at Kenson High School, and they were every – I mean, you were a prophet there, uh, Coach, because uh, they were really, really good. Uh, let, let's go ahead and let's circle back to uh, the South and North game, which is uh, tomorrow night. Uh, I, you know me. I like going down uh, uh, memory lane and looking at uh, some of the some of the games over the past uh, 20 years or so that I've been here and, heck, in the 25 years that you've been at uh, North and North. And you've had that unique perspective too, Copperhead, and that you've not just coached the boys' team, you've also coached the girls' team too and been part of a, a lot of games and, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of games, a lot of wins, a lot of memories. What stands out to you uh, when you look back at the North and North-South North rivalry through the years? And I know I'm putting you on the spot here, Coach, but, but seriously, and when you look back through the years and all these games, all the literally dozens of times you've played South and North in your coaching career, you've coached against them. What, what's two or three of those games that stand out to you, Coach? It's hard to kind of prepare for them because they play so well at home with their crowd, and, and they got what we call a tight rim that shots just don't go in there any kind of way. And uh, it's going to be hard to put the ball in the basket tonight. And uh, they're going to play good defense. They're going to hustle the whole game. They're going to come after us. And uh, I just hope our guys are up to the challenge. And, you know, it's it's easy to say, but like I said, uh, we're still trying to find ourselves and our leaders to step up. And uh, 
I just hope that we'll be able to find ourselves tonight. They don't know. They don't have no idea what they're going into tonight. And I can, I'm trying to prepare them for that to be <laughs> mentally they play. Uh, that, that's what I thought. I'm telling you, man. Uh, again, it doesn't matter if North and North South North are battling for first place in the conference, and they, you guys have done that through the years. It doesn't matter if you're uh, struggling a little bit. I mean, it's just it's the atmosphere. I like to call it the the Duke Carolina of Lenore County. I'm not wrong, Emma. No, you're not. I mean, I, I hope we can be able to come out on top and play well. It's going to take a lot. We're going to have to play well. And I believe we'll bring the energy. I, I think that I have them ready to play. I, oh. I got one night to get them ready to play. I think I have them ready to play. I, I got to focus their mind on what we got to do. <laughs> you know, and this this is a new phase for South and South and North. Got a new coach coming in there, and he'll come in. He used to be a system there, I believe. I heard him read about that. So he's going to come with a lot of energy. He, he's going to come in there to say, this is the game we want for the season. So we're going to have to be ready. Oh, absolutely. And he's actually going to be following you right here on the show, Coach. We got uh, Coach Thomas Earp from uh, South North is going to be, uh, like I said, as soon as we get off the line with you, Coach, we're going to be giving him a call. And then we'll be calling your buddy uh, Howard Woolley right after that, too. So it's all North and North, South and North today on the show, Coach. Uh huh. <laughs> well, you didn't, re- you didn't really answer my last question, though, Coach. When you look back, is there a game that stands out to you in this North North South North rivalry? I mean, I remember, you know, you coached against Jimmy Smith. I remember you coaching against Paul Novicki. I mean, coaching against uh, uh, Vance Wade down at uh, South North. There's got to be a game that you look back on in this rivalry and you go, you know what? That that was a heck of a game between North North and South North. What, what is that game, Coach? Brent, all of them. All of them. <laughs> All of them are tight. All of them are tough. All of them are tight. And when when you can come out that game and shake hands and, and whoever come off with a victory, I know the team is going to be very excited and very happy. Like you said, you don't care what the record is. Everybody wants to get that victory, north versus south. And then they want to see each other in the street. They want to have the bragging rights for, for another year to the next game. And I'm, I'm excited about that. And I, you know, I think about so many games and not, not only those sports, a lot of sports. In football and baseball, the North and North and South and North rivalry. I mean, they they have been they have been great games in all sports, and uh, so we're excited to be a part of it. And I hope my kids, my young kids, are able to understand what they're going through tomorrow night. It's time to uh, throw the ball up. If you had a word of advice, and like I said, I'm going to segue from your interview to talking to uh, Coach Thomas Earp uh, down at South Lenore. If you had a word of advice for him about this rivalry, what, what would you tell him, Coach? Uh, I just tell him to enjoy it. I mean, okay. you, you, you never can tell how kids are going to react, respond, and uh, I just tell him to enjoy it. I mean, if he's going to be out there to play, I know his kids are going to play hard. I know, I know they're going to be staggered on you, so, and I know they're going to be prepared. I, I ain't no doubt in my mind that they're going to be prepared. And, uh, and like I said, we're trying to find ourselves with the injuries and and, and one out, and we're trying to find ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Say, I can do it. No, I love it. I absolutely love it. Final question here for you. And again, uh, very honored to have uh, the, the dean of all coaches in any sports on our show this morning here in Anthony Copperhead Lofton from North Lenore. His Hawks take on the Blue Devils tomorrow night over at uh, Munn Gymnasium in Deep Run. 
Uh, Coach, keys to the victory. Uh, again, uh, a Hawks team that is struggling a little bit right now with injuries and youth and all that. Uh, what are the keys to the victory for uh, you and your Hawks tomorrow night, Coach? Uh, take care of the basketball and make smart decisions. And we take care of the basketball and make smart decisions. And uh, I don't think it's going to be no 80 in the 90 game. <laughs> I think it's going to be low scoring. And I think both, I, I know we're going to try to play good defense. And I believe they're going to try to play good defense. I think it's going to be most cool. Well, very good. Well, listen, uh, Coach Lofton, uh, thank you so much again for joining us. Looking forward to tomorrow night's game. Looking forward to having uh, that game right here on our airwaves on 960betonthebull.com. Have a good practice today, and we'll see you tomorrow night, Coach. Okay, Brian. There you thank go. Thank you. Oh, thank you, mm-hmm. sir. That is Copperhead Lofton from uh, North Lenore High School. Again, just uh, – uh, I've been here since 2002 and he was already a veteran coach when I got here in 2002, just one of the legends in our neck of the woods who, uh, like I said, will be leading his, uh, Hawks tomorrow night into, uh, South Lenore to take on the, uh, South North blue devils. And again, as a reminder, if you're not able to make it to the game, you can listen to it right here on 960 AM and bet on the bull.com. Uh, just very excited to uh, have that game. Uh, Barry Stallings. Uh, Jason Bryant will be bringing you that game right here on the radio tomorrow night. And we go from the uh, veteran coach in our neck of the woods and uh, Anthony Copperhead Lofton, who's been through many, many, many of these North, North, South, North games to the rookie coach in our neck of the woods, uh, Thomas Earp joining us here on our Spence Automotive guest line. Uh, Coach, thank you for uh, joining us this morning. Welcome to the show, sir. (coughs) Thanks for having me. Well, uh, we just got through talking to uh, Copperhead, and he was reminiscing about, uh, you know, he's been with uh, been no- with North and North since like 1996, 1997, sometime in that neck of the woods. Uh, first off, I got to ask you, Coach, where were you in 1996? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> maybe uh, first grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. w- when you think about that, Coach, I mean, here's a, a gentleman in Copperhead who – like I said, has been coaching North Lenore basketball and North Lenore sports since 1996, and you're coming into it. This is your first game. Uh, just so, uh, compare and contrast that a little bit there, Coach. <clears throat> well, he obviously knows, you know, like what this rivalry means because he's been doing it for a long time. Um, and <clears throat> so he, and he, he's been doing this for a long time, so he knows the ins and outs of uh, – how to get through this game because it's going to be high pressure moment um, for both teams because you know both both schools care about this rivalry very much. But um, you know I'm I'm coming in I'm learning the league so it's a it's a new experience for me and he's coming in and knows what he's doing so but I look forward to the challenge. So. I know you do for sure. And again, uh, on our Spence Automotive guest line this morning, Thomas, our head basketball head boys basketball coach at South Lenore. What have they been saying around the halls or uh, your, your your coaches on your coaching staff and Coach Novicki and uh, other guys around there? What have they been telling you about North Lenore, South Lenore, Coach? <clears throat> that you know, uh, when both teams meet on the court, it is uh, it's always a good it's always a good game. It doesn't matter. If one team's up and one team's down, um, both teams always bring it. So, um, and I know the fans love it. Um, so, uh, it's a big game for both schools. 
and especially at Mun Gymnasium. I got to ask you this. I've not had a chance to go uh, see a game down in deep run this year, but back in the day, uh, man, the, I got to tell you, I think even North Norwood even concede it, and I know uh, Kenson would for sure. Man, once upon a time, those Mun Maniacs down in uh, Mun Gymnasium, they were the craziest. I love it. I can tell you're at school. But the Mun Maniacs, once upon a time, Coach, they were the craziest student section uh, in Lenore County. Is that? And like I said, I apologize. I've not been down there yet this year. Are they still doing their thing? I'm sorry, Coach. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a, a good crowd that comes out. We've got a student section that comes out, you know, to every home game. And um, it might not be like the days of, you know, old, but uh, – <laughs> hey, we're getting the uh, true South Lenore uh, high school experience right yeah. now, aren't we? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, we're looking. We're looking to get that back. Um, and you know, the the best way to do that is just put out some good basketball for South Lenore. So, yeah, and folks don't realize, and, I, and I'm talking about even from your perspective, from a coaching perspective, from the kids' perspective, it really does. It makes a big difference when you've got their fellow students out there cheering them on as hard as they do, don't they? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can feel the energy from the stands, um, and then the players just they feed off of that. So it's always good to be playing on, on your home court. Well, very good. Well, let's uh, we'll, we'll like we did with uh, Copperhead. We'll circle back to uh, this North and North game here in a few moments. But did want to do a little bit of a season uh, review to this point as we preview the rest of the season. Probably not exactly where you want to be right now. And I'm sure of that, Coach. Three and twelve right now. Zero yeah. and five in East Central Two A. Just give us a, a little recap of uh, where we're at right now here in the season, Coach. Uh, yeah. So um, started off in non-conference, getting you know having some rough losses, but then getting some good wins against Richlands and Dixon. And uh, went down to the Christmas tournament in Lakewood and got a win against Lakewood and went toe-to-toe with Topsail uh, for the championship in that Christmas tournament and came up short just by two points. But um, <clears throat> And then we started conference play. And, you know, we, we I felt like we did pretty good against Southwest in the first half. And, um, then Southwest Onslow showed that they're they're a great team. They came out in that second half and uh, played some good ball. Um, but then you know, unfortunate series of events. You know, for various reasons, we ended up with uh, some key players either suspended or ineligible. So it's really changed the the the, the course of this team, um, especially for conference play. And so. Uh, now we're we're uh, uh, having to come together more as a team and and really utilize every single player and so um, it may not be uh, the best season for South Lenore but we're we're going to try our best and we're going to give our give our best to South Lenore and do what do what we need to do to put out some good basketball. Absolutely. That voice you to Thomas Serp, he's a head basketball coach, head boys basketball coach at South Lenore. Let me tell you something, Coach. If there's one thing that I have learned in my 21, 22 years now here in uh, Lenore County, man, so, and that's exactly one of the things Copperhead said, too. I mean, you know you go to deep run or you take on a South Lenore team, you're going to get their best, and that's what happens pretty much every night when you send your boys out there on the court, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
<clears throat> um, so they, you know, if I will say that this team, uh, they, they never give up. You know, we might be down uh, on the scoreboard, but those boys, they go out there and they fight. Um, and they never give up. And so um, I expect them to put out their best effort uh, on Friday night against North and North. Absolutely. I tell you what, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about just the East Central itself. I mean, we saw it here at Kinston uh, the other night, Tuesday night, Coach, when uh, Wallace led the entire first half. I mean, Kinston did not lead one time in the first half. Wallace led the whole first half. They led until about halfway through the third quarter. And then Kinston goes on a big run, as you know. You've seen them. Kinston can go on that run. They go on a 26-7 run. And then at the end of the game, Wallace comes back. I mean, Kenson was up by 15. They cut it down to six points in the final, uh, what, the final uh, minute or so. I mean, that's just a microcosm to me, Coach, with what Wallace did the other night. You mentioned Southwest. They're really good this year. Uh, uh, Keenan's got a pretty good team this year, too. I mean, we always talk about the East Central in football. Pretty doggone good basketball conference, too, isn't it, sir? Yeah, I've, I've, I've really been impressed with uh, – the the basketball play that has gone on in this conference because like you said it's normally known for football but um there are some some teams and programs that are really stepping it up this year you know normally you know i'm used to hearing how it's kinston uh you know is the the big dog in the conference but now there's some other teams that are really pushing um and like you said that game between wallace and and kinston um that that's an example of it there's teams that are pushing the to really uh up their game and and try to be at the top of the league this year well i'm telling you uh again i was so impressed with the effort by wallace the other night just the way they again i mean they came out and just hit kinston right in the mouth they were up 21 to 9 coach before you knew it and, <laughs> uh, they were up 21 to 9 before you knew it and and then like i said didn't even back down of course kinston had their run but just well what a crazy conference what a crazy conference again on the line with us thomas Earp from uh, south nor high school let's circle back here to uh, the north nor game tomorrow night have you had a chance to scout them have you seen what have you seen about north nor what do you know about north nor going into uh, the big rivalry game tomorrow night well i know i know that they're long and athletic i knew that from the very beginning um and uh they they I'm sorry, hang on one second. <laughs> no, nah, coach, I love it, coach. Oh, like I said, no, no, no. Hold on one second, coach. No, no, what I was saying was, I love this. It, it, it does. It gives you that little taste of uh, being back in high school again. But go ahead, sir. So, um. <laughs> We were talking about, you know, North Lenore and and how they are. Um, so, you know, like they're, they're they're long and athletic. They uh, they like to get out and run, um, and so that's what I've seen. That's really how they they get themselves back in the games. Is they uh, they 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 push the ball in transition and they beat you that way. So, um, obviously, we're looking to to, to slow that down. So. Um, but they're a great team. 
Well, very good. Well, uh, we'll, we'll end it right here with this here. Uh, Coach Earp again, Thomas Earp joining us from South Lenore High. And you can tell, live from South Lenore High School yeah. with, with all the bells and uh, announcements and everything there. Uh, keys to the victory, Coach. What do you guys need to do well tomorrow night? You and your uh, you from the coaching side, your boys on the court, what do y'all need to do well tomorrow night to come away with that big win against uh, North Lenore? I think it, it just like just like any game, um, you know, you got to you gotta, you gotta Win the the battle of the rebounds, um, uh, limit your turnovers, and you know play your game. Dictate what how you want to play the game, um, and, and stick to that. Don't let North and North uh, do what they want to do because when they do what they want to do, they're successful. So um, I think if we if we stick by those those keys to the game, um, you might be surprised with the outcome of the game. Well, very good. Well, listen, Coach, good luck. Uh, looking forward to seeing you and your Blue Devils. And uh, just a big rivalry. I love North and North, South and North. And, uh, you know, I mean, I do the PA for Kinston. I'm associated with them in that regard. But I'm telling you, no bigger rivalry in our county than North and North, South and North every year. I can't wait to see it. Look forward to seeing your team tomorrow night, Coach. I appreciate it, man. There you go. That's Coach Thomas Earp from South Lenore High School. Uh, and, uh, hey, here in just a couple of minutes, we're going to, and in fact, just a, a few moments, we're going to have Howard Woolley on from uh, North Lenore High School to talk about his girls as they get ready for North Lenore, South Lenore. Uh, and if you're wondering, I, uh, I, I was so booked today, we're going to try to get the South Lenore girls basketball coach on tomorrow's show to talk about the rivalry. So uh, we've had both uh, – we're going to have both North and North boys and girls on. We've had Thomas Serp on from South North. We're going to do our best to get South and North girls basketball coach on tomorrow's show to talk about that. Hey, before we get him up here on the line, we were talking about Spence Automotive and the Spence Automotive guest line. Let me tell you about Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's absolutely, positively where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, Spence Automotive is owned and operated by our good friend and local sports riding legend, Keith Spence. He is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, one of my favorites, man. Uh, he's just done such a great job with uh, this North North girls basketball program through the years. They will be taking part in the North North South North rivalry tomorrow night in Deep Run. It's Howard Woolley joining us here on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. Good morning, Coach Woolley. How you doing, sir? Hey, good morning, Brian. How are you today? I am doing very good. Very excited about uh, North and North South and North tomorrow night in Deep Run. Got to ask you uh, now, Copperhead. I had him on a little bit earlier, and uh, he kind of avoided my question a little bit. But I know you won't avoid it, Coach, because uh, <laughs> because I just know you. Some of your favorite memories, when you look back at all these games that you've been a part of, either as a head coach or as an assistant coach, and good Lord, you've been doing it for two decades now. Well, what are a couple of your favorite memories that stand out to you about the North and North, South and North rivalry, Coach Woolley? Oh, wow. <laughs> I had to talk about putting Ooh, you on the spot, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just so many memories, North and North, South and North. Um, it's always going to be a competitive game regardless of whether it's boys or girls, who's the favorite, um, regardless of how the season has been going for either team. 
I'm trying to think about a game in particular. Um, I, I guess probably one of um, my first thoughts is when we had, um, I think it was the girls' team with maybe um, Shannon Plymouth and, and that group and how spectacular they were. South Renault came in one year, a couple of years ago, we were favorite. Coach Warren came in and I think and beat us on senior night. On the boys' side, there's been a whole lot of good rivalry games going back and forth. So it's been a lot of competitive basketball in North and North, South and North over the last uh, – since I've been over there since basically around 1993. So you're almost talking about almost 30 years. So it's been a lot. Goodness gracious, Coach. I didn't realize it had been 30 years. Give me a little bit of your history in North and North. Like I said, you got to remember when I when I said 20 years, because that's how long I've been here, 20, 22 years, and you've always been a part of North and North since then. I didn't realize it had been 30 years. How did you get involved over at North and North? Well, Brian, it's kind of interesting. I, when I got out of the military, I was in the Marine Corps. When I um, first came back home in 92, I was stationed at um, Cherry Point. And at the time, Coach Robert Bryant was the boys' basketball coach over at North Lenore. And Coach Bryant asked me about um, becoming his assistant, and I told him I was still active in the service, but I was planning on getting out, and I did. And I started um, working on um, behavior health and started helping at North Lenore that year. And I think I that that first year I helped Coach Bryant was 90, 90, 93 Maybe I think that team consisted of Al Crash and Paul Dunn and Jimmy Summers. Um, my nephew, Daryl Woolley, played on that team. And then after that, Coach Bryant ended up stop coaching. And I stayed on and helped Coach Floyd. And then um, I think I was going to let it go. And then Copperhead came on board and I stuck around. And so the rest has been history. Man, and the relationship you have with Copperhead, I mean – it, it, in fact, like the first couple of times I saw y'all years ago, I thought y'all were brothers. And I mean that <laughs> sincerely. I mean that. I thought you guys were like brothers. Y'all were so close. I mean, your relationship with Coach uh, Copperhead Lofton, it's pretty special, isn't it? It, it is. It's very special. Um, he's always been a mentor. I mean, when I played rec ball, um, one year he coached me, or he coached me on an all-star team, but um, most of I played against him. So, um, that that wasn't always fun, <laughs> but you know, getting an opportunity to coach with them, learn from them, uh, we share thoughts. Uh, we kind of think the same thing because we kind of been around each other for such a long time. It's a great relationship. I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, we talk pretty much every day. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I've already talked to him after his segment, <laughs> just briefly. That is awesome. What are some of the things that you've learned from him, Coach Woolley, through the years that you can tangibly point to and say, you know what, Copperhead taught me this or Copperhead taught me that? What What is something tangible that you can point to there, sir? Uh, it's so many different things, but one of the things I can I can say right off the top is consistency. Okay. You know, be consistent with the kids. Um, and, you know, know that you're there for the kids. And it's not about you. It's not about your wins and losses. It's about them because – you know, he and I have the same viewpoint, but his viewpoint is, you know, three years from now, five years from now, seven years from now, you know, they're going to be in the real world. They're going to, it's going to be life one-on-one for them. And what we do now as high school basketball coaches, you know, we kind of thrust them out into society. And one of the things that we both do in our practices, 
you know, it's not always about X's and O's. You know, we, we sit down, my girls and I, we talk every day about something about life. Wow. Whether it's, you know, you know, like last night, you know, it's cold outside. Put clothes on. Don't go out of this gym. <laughs> you know, just because you're 16 years old, you've been sweating, and, the next, and then tomorrow you're sick. You know, um, so we, we always teach them values and principles, and, you know, that goes a long way. You know, we have kids, he and I both, and I'm sure various other coaches do as well, you know, come back to you five, six, seven years later and say, I remember when you told me this. And you'd be like, oh, I said that? Oh, good for me. <laughs> you know, so, but, you know, it, it's just a relationship that you build with kids, and you want to see them successful. Man, that voice you listen to, that's uh, Howard Woolley. He's a head girls basketball coach at North Lenore. And, uh, Coach, you kind of, and I'm not even joking, kind of gave me goosebumps there a little bit. It kind of reminds me of some of my coaches when I was back in high school, you know, <clears throat> 35 or 36 years ago and all that. But uh, that's awesome. Listen, let's take a look at uh, this, this year's team. We talked to you in the preseason and uh, struggling a little bit right now, five and nine overall, one and three in the conference. But coming off a big win Tuesday night uh, at James Keenan, 40 to 33. Uh, your first conference win. Uh, just uh, get, get us caught up a little bit on uh, where your uh, where your Lady Hawks stand right now, Coach. Yeah, I mean five and nine, and we've been struggling as of late. And I, you know, I've told the story so many times to um, various people that it, it's not you know you get to the place that it's not even funny. You know, you take the nine games and probably five, maybe six of the nine games that we lost, we lost them all the same way. Um, I've never had a team that. Um, has shot so poorly from the free throw line. Um, and when I say poorly, I'm really meaning poorly. You know, we've lost the game by one point and missed 17, 18 free throws. Um, and, and that's been – that. unfortunately, that's been our, our um, Achilles heel this year's uh, free throw shooting. We're young, so we're inexperienced in a lot of areas, but the girls really play hard. If we can just kind of finish some of our games with – some of the free throws, uh, you know, our record would have been a little bit better than what it was. But I'm, we're still excited. We're still practicing hard. You know, we went down to James Keenan, played a real good James Keenan team, and I thought we put together a very strong effort. Um, we was able to finish that game well. We actually shot well from the free throw line. They, that was one of the things that they said um, prior to the game. One of the girls said, we're going to shoot free throws well tonight. And I think we were 9 for 14 from the line. So, you know, a lot of it is mental, but some of it is mechanics and other stuff. And some of the things you can't fix in the middle of the season. You just have to, you know, um, ride it out. And hopefully in the off season you can get some one-on-one time and maybe, you know, get some people better. And that's what our plans are. This league has been dominated over the past couple of years by you guys, by Southwest, of course, Kinston. And I'm not talking about just the East Central, but, you know, our, our three uh, county teams too. Uh, man, it looks like I'm looking at the standings right now, Coach. East Duplin, 4-0 in league, 13-1 overall. Southwest, as you predicted before the season started, Coach Woolley, Southwest 13-0 overall, 3-0 in league play. Goodness gracious alive. It is uh, East Duplin, Southwest, and everybody else at this point, isn't it? Yeah, and, and you know, that that's what I said at the beginning. I said Southwest and East Duplin, and when I said East Duplin, you know, I think some people looked at me funny, but, you know, when you've been around for a little while and you see where people are, you know, in previous years and you see what's, what's coming through with the JB program, East, East Duplin does a very good job with the JB program. And you see potential and you see where people can can plug in gaps and, you know, say, well, she's a, a freshman, 
but next year she's going to be able to step in and help this way and that way. And that's kind of how I look at it when I look ahead. And, you know, of course, you can't um, predict transfers and things of that nature. But, you know, I, I, I thought Southwest and East Duplin, and, you know, um, James King is not a bad team. Kansas got a bad team. I mean, there's really no bad teams in our conference. So, every, any given night, anything can happen. Absolutely. Hey, Coach, uh, quick, quick. Can you stay with us about a minute or two into our second hour? Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just we're, we're hitting the top of the hour right now, and uh, I, we've got to cut off the our first hour of the show here. But I appreciate it, Coach Woolley, and that's what we'll do. Uh, listen, thank you so much for listening to the first hour of the Brian Hanks Show here on 960 Bet on the Bull and BetOnTheBull.com. Uh, we will, uh, you're going to hear Howard Woolley in our second hour. I got my partner in crime over here, Jason Bryant, sitting across from me. Yes, sir. We got Barry Stallings that's going to be joining us about Absolutely. 15 minutes in our second hour. But that'll be the second hour of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.